I'm not a religious person. I don't believe most of any of the religions. Uh, but I woke up one late autumn morning in 2023, and I had this thought rattling around in my head that Jesus is an archetype. Now, I don't know where I came from. As I said, I am not religious. And I think the night before I was reading a book on, uh, it was by Dr. Nick something, the guy. It was, it was a book about research on aliens. Anyways, uh, so I thought about it and I figured I would devote this episode to those thoughts. We've, uh, we've all seen or heard the cliche of crazy dudes who think that they are Jesus. Dire Straits even wrote a song about it. Uh, industrial disease. Two men say they're Jesus. One of them must be wrong. Meanwhile, the first Jesus says, I'd cure it soon. Abolish Monday mornings and Friday afternoons, which is you know kind of funny because then it implies society is full of Jesus. Jesus, whatever the plural of Jesus. I'm going to make the, the plural of Jesus, Jesus. So I, I may have gone over this before in a uh, earlier podcast, um, but as time progresses, so do my thoughts. So here's a refresher on uh, archetype, right? So uh, archetype is the uh, is a definition of something, the type. Uh, a chair is an archetype. At what point um, a piece of furniture is no longer a chair is based on your archetype of what a chair is, your definition. And that line may be fuzzy. Carl Jung, of course, hypothesized that humans may have an instinctive memory of types of people, like the wise man, the hero. Uh, he thought more specifically that this instinctive memory might be a collective pool of consciousness, and that we as individuals may draw from it. So given we don't know anything about consciousness, this is possible. Um, most define archetype as a universally recognized symbol, but I call bullshit. I don't believe there are any universal symbols across humanity that we all instinctively recognize from birth. I do think that we have symbols that we uh, recognize, but it's not universal. Not every last human shares them. You might argue that I'm being pedantic, but universal means universal. If an orphan is raised by wolves or apes, uh, does that child have the concept of a mother and father or just beasts that bring me food? <laughs> I don't know. But uh, so that's archetype. So now for stereotype. Stereotype is an instance of an archetype. It, uh, it's manifested in the real world. You, you see a chair that perfectly fits your preconceived notion of what a chair is would be a stereotypical chair for you. But stereotype also means an oversimplified opinion, a uh, simplistic or erroneous overgeneralization of something. Take the chair. Uh, you might oversimplify a chair to being something you sit on. Uh, which is clearly wrong, as you can sit on a bed, uh, you can sit on the ground, you can sit on your friend. All these things are not chairs. Archetype defines the idea of a puzzle piece, whereas stereotype falsely claims that all puzzle pieces are the same. 
Some argue stereotypes are cultural constructs that reinforce a limited perspective, but that is what all definitions are. Some cultures may define colors differently and hence limit the perspective of that culture. It's not wrong, it's just different. You know, we cut a slab from our perceived reality, frame it and name it, uh, that is limited perspective. We are limiting our perspective. In the case of colors, we may frame a, uh, a part of the gradient of the visible spectrum and call that part red or blue. That is a limited perspective of the spectrum. It's a matter of scope when you're talking about red, red itself, not all colors, but just red. That is limiting the scope of our visible spectrum. And we should not mistake a narrow scope as intrinsically bad, as we sometimes need to narrow our scope and sometimes we need to broaden our scope. We need to zoom in and we need to zoom out. Zooming in and zooming out are not bad. Depending on the definition and the context, not all stereotypes are wrong. They may just be different. But usually they are meant, when we say stereotypes, as an overgeneralization that lacks nuance and is wrong. I could be using a stereotype of the definition of stereotype. Uh, so archetypes are not intrinsically positive and stereotypes are not intrinsically negative, though they, of course, can be. You get the idea. So how is Jesus an archetype? The definition of archetype I'm talking about is a archetype as a universal symbol, theme, or character that recurs in literature and myth or storytelling, but is manifested in the form of human beings, certain human beings. Not all, apparently. So archetypes can represent fundamental human experiences, emotions, and characteristics which tap into our shared, collective, deep-seated human understanding that resonate with a broad audience, not universal. Stereotypical examples of archetypes are the hero, the mentor, the quest. These are timeless and can be found in myths, folklore, and literature from many cultures, not all cultures. The concept of Jesus certainly embodies the hero, the mentor, and the quest archetype. There are a lot of religious zealots out there who will, of course, have alternate definitions of what Jesus or what a Jesus is, uh, and perhaps they're just looking at the same phenomenon from a different perspective. They might claim that I am using a stereotype of the concept of Jesus, which could be subjectively true based on how they define the concept. In fact, that is true of any concept and is intrinsically impossible uh, to completely define something. Some concepts are straightforward and can be precisely defined with clarity, like, say, addition and subtraction, but other concepts may, uh, relating to the human experience might be more difficult, like emotions and abstract ideas, say, I don't know, they might, they just, abstract ideas might be more complex and resistant to precise, all-encompassing definitions.
Subjective concepts like beauty, justice, uh, quality are intrinsically hard to define uh, with precision. Things also change, so a definition may grow outdated, like the concept of a computer. Decades ago, it was a room full of hot electronics. Today, the concept is ubiquitous and is losing meaning as devices everywhere have processors in them, from doorbells to toasters. Then there is evil that tries to change the concept and make it go away. Like, for example, the concept of privacy. Then there are the new uh, abstractions and leading edge uh, of our knowledge that we may not yet have the words to define them. Uh, and even further, there are the concepts which we haven't yet developed the prerequisite blocks of knowledge to even perceive. We can define red to mean between this wavelength and that wavelength on the electromagnetic spectrum. And when you, you see those limits, you, you may agree. But what would a person who was born blind interpret? They don't have the uh, requisite concepts to know, or perhaps they can see red in their mind and in dreams, but don't have the words to explain them. So my definition of what a Jesus is as the archetype of hero, mentor, and quest, but manifesting in many humans, is perhaps a new or refined sub-archetype that uses the word Jesus. Like I said, this concept predates what we call Jesus. If this guy even existed, say he existed around the time they say he existed 2,000 years ago, this concept predates him. So for lack of better word, we are calling this archetype Jesus, the Jesus archetype. If you ask most Jesus freak scholars, they will agree uh, with the idea that you know, Jesus as a savior or divine hero. So we can just say hero. The archetypical themes, is that the word archetypal? The archetypal themes of a Jesus include self-sacrifice, redemption, uh, compassion, teaching, and love. There is also the celebrity of the Jesus. Most people on the planet have heard of the guy. So why are there so many people who think they are Jesus, like in the Dire Straits song? Do these people have the Messiah complex, you know, where they, they believe they have a special mission to fix others? I've seen that trait in many people in many different contexts to many different degrees. <laughs> so it could be just a, a human thing, right? manifests differently in different people but do these these jesus uh self-proclaimed or maybe they don't even have to be self-proclaimed but do these these jesi um do they, do they have a, an inflated self uh, a sense of self-importance uh, is that is that uh even possible to have an inflated sense of self-importance as all life is important so them thinking that they are more important. Maybe that's a thing relative to other people. That might be the, the, the 
the concepts here that you got to watch out for. These people think they're more important than other people, whereas all life is important, right? Apparently. Perhaps they're doing it for a desire of admiration or adoration. You know, who doesn't want to be liked? Perhaps they think that they alone can bring about positive change or salvation to others to do some, you know, wisdom that they have from the depths of whatever, right? This is where I deviate from the the regular nut jobs. (laughs) I think we can all bring about positive change, and there are many who are instinctively wired to do so in varying degrees, but this is clearly not everyone. Different people have different values. Some people do not value anybody outside of themselves. It's these people who uh, have these Jesus traits that uh, are embracing the archetype of Jesus, of the Jesus. (laughs) The concept is not an individual, it's an archetype, according to my hypothesis. People, you know, perhaps sometimes will find spiritual woo-woo in what I'm saying, but I'm not meaning it in a woo-woo way. Does anybody? Does anybody intentionally mean to be (laughs) woo-woo? I'm just uh, uh, maybe redefining, which is you got to watch out for, right? It's it's just a redefinition, a changing uh, definition of the times, of the concept of the Jesus, (laughs) which you need to watch out for because people who redefine words, you know, could be... uh, manipulators, right? So the concept of Jesus as being an archetype could mean that, and and since it's here now, this archetype, that could mean, since a lot of people think they're Jesus, this could mean that Jesus has returned, uh, and he has returned uh, in the manifestation of an archetype as a feeling in some people, in, in the chosen (laughs) you <laughs> be careful when you say the words the chosen because you know some people think that means them i'm the chosen right that's pretty arrogant to claim yourself as being the chosen so clearly uh not uh the chosen ones as in uh, in in people of the jewish faith uh as they refer to themselves as the chosen ones uh because they um quite often hate the Jesus. So, you know, it probably, or I guess, you know, why couldn't somebody who is of a different faith, because I'm saying it could be this this archetype, right? If it's an archetype, it could be across any faith or no faith at all, right? It could be because I'm not a religious person and I'm talking about it. So it could, it could be, why not? Yeah, somebody, uh, Somebody of any religion, hey, could be uh, manifesting the Jesus. <laughs> like those, those two crazy guys in the market uh, in, in Ottawa preaching to the drunk passers-by that, uh, hey, I'm Jesus, and he's Jesus. We're both Jesus. You know, they very well might be in that context, right, if they're embracing uh, this Jesus archetype, right? Because anybody can be a hero, and if a hero is an archetype, you know, you got to wonder what, what, is it just a name that we're putting on existing traits, or is this archetype, you know, uh, a Jungian thing that that sort of uh, possesses people? Right. That's that's sort of my hypothesis here with this Jesus archetype. 
it's a little more complex than just a single hero or um, or wise man. It's sort of the like I said earlier, it's the combination of all these traits. Not all these traits, the traits that I already mentioned. So uh, some people will, of course, get emotional while listening to this. Uh, as irrational beliefs, uh, people who, who have irrational beliefs, uh, they exist in the emotional realm of our brain. And when we challenge or shake the cage of these emotional beliefs, we may get an emotional response. You know, why do we get these feelings, which we all do? Uh, it's because we get cognitive dissonance, a mental discomfort when we simultaneously hold conflicting beliefs. Sometimes we, uh, you know, we become defensive and angry and defend one path to alleviate the discomfort. We might define ourselves based on our beliefs and when our beliefs are challenged, that may shock our sense of self-identity. It may be a threat to the core of our, uh, our, our identity, uh, which if left uncontrolled could lead to defensive reactions and anger. And we may have significant emotional investment in that self-definition or just that belief, which may make us feel uh, a threat to that belief is a threat to us, to the core of who we think we are. To those who find too much comfort in knowing something, right? Uh, the sense of realizing we do not actually know that something could evoke fear and anxiety about having to navigate an uncertain worldview. What's the word that uh, John Mack used? Uh, ontological shock. So to find those, um, what am I thinking here? Uh, you know, we're also monkeys. We mimic uh, for conformity. Well, I shouldn't say, I don't know why we mimic, but we seem to mimic for conformity. We do mimic the exact reason why, I don't know. But uh, for whatever reason, you know, uh, it seems to be an instinct and we... Uh, you know, challenging a belief of our group may challenge our social identity and acceptance within that group, leading to defensive reactions as we may not want to be an outsider to that group. Of course, when we are closed-minded retards, uh, we have a lower tolerance for ambiguity and the unknown or just perhaps to new ideas. So a challenge to our established belief, instead of being met with fascination and open curiosity, is met with hostility and anger. So Jesus is back and he's manifesting in the form of an archetype. And all those nuts who believe they are the Jesus are. 